It's time to snap, it's time to tackle, it's time to pod, it's time to do all those things here on Snap Tackle Pod. Welcome to it. It's the high school football uh, preview show each and every week right here uh, via Preps KC and KSHB 41. I'm Mick Schaefer of KSHB 41. He is Dion Clisso of Preps KC. What's going on, if you, couldn't t- if you couldn't tell, we're Preps KC. Yeah, I see it like uh, 11 times, I think, there. Yes. I mean, if you, if you count it, shirt, helmet. With the whining dog in the background, it's the whole thing. It's uh, oh, the dog. I, I've got the pennants back here, right? Yes. We're sponsored by Illinois and Washita Baptist and Arizona State and and many others. Yes. So yes. that's the uh, the core here. The case. I see, the, I see the, the Mizzou with the with the old tiger over your shoulder. So well, basically, it's all uh, people's alma maters who work or have had worked uh, at KCHB forty one. So there's a lot of Mizzou people here. A yes. lot of Mizzou. Uh, there's some Oklahoma Staters up there and some some smaller schools out of Alabama and uh, and other states. There's a lot more right here, but uh, yeah, that's that's what we decorate with. Uh, all right. Well, hey, welcome to the podcast. Whether you're listening, whether you're watching, we appreciate it. Heading into week uh, three for Missouri, uh, heading into week two for Kansas yep. high schools here. Uh, Dion, let's, let's kind of start with last week, I guess, and we'll work ahead here. More surprised by Park Hill beating Rockhurst last week or Liberty North, not really beating Liberty, but just hammering them the, the way they beat them. What, what surprised you the most? Well, you know, Park Hill has got athletes, and Andy Sims is a good coach, and we know that um, they didn't play real well in week one. Now, week one, I think, was a misleading score. I think it was yeah. pretty close to all the stats, but some big plays really helped Lee Simmons West. Yeah, so I think that I think that just shows how the the depth of, of the Class 6 schools in, on the Missouri side – are that Park Hill's a team that didn't look real good in week one, and they, they get out on lead on, on Rockhurst and do a good job against them and uh, get them into overtime. Rockhurst goes for two in overtime, doesn't get it. Um, and that's kind of a Kelly Donahoe thing, even though I think he's got better kickers at Rockhurst than he ever had uh, at Blue Springs, with the exception of a couple different ones. Um, no, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's one of those things that, you know, Rock's going down to Bentonville, Arkansas this week, and that puts him in a spot to – They could be on to, three. Uh, yeah, they could be on three. But then you look at Liberty North. Because Bentonville's North. beat, they've already beaten Liberty North, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was 40 to 41 to 30. That game was about a two-touchdown game early, and then Liberty North played with them and kind of pulled, you know, pulled back the, the stutter a little bit there. And, and uh, it, it really showed, I think, after what we saw last week with what they did to Liberty, that that, that was a really good showing and a loss at Bentonville. And I think shutting Wintrick Williams down to, to 40 yards – uh, and really making Liberty beat them left-handed, saying, hey, you got to throw the ball. And the Liberty defense, which gave up a ton of points the first week to Blue Springs, gave up a ton of points to that Liberty North. And Liberty North might be the deepest team out there, especially like receivers. They've got five or six of them um, that are all kind of interchangeable. Um, they got two really good running backs. they got two good quarterbacks. They're big on the offensive line. Defensively, they're good. Their linebackers and sophomores getting all kinds of D1 looks already. So this Liberty North team – you know, Ray Peck is still the, the king. Uh, they go there this week. We'll find out this week, right? We're going to find out this week. But, you know, we've, we've always kind of thought ourselves if we could, you know, back when it was one district, we knew there'd never be two Kansas City teams in the state championship game in class six. And then they went to, to two districts. And, then, and it was like, well, we're both on the same side. We have to beat each other up. And they started rotating the districts. And, you know, there was, um, I think in 2015, when Blue Springs South won, Blue Springs got to the district final game and loss which is the quarterfinals and it was like oh could you know could we have two teams this might be the best chance we've got because it's so deep here you've got one district that has liberty north and and liberty and the other district has ray peck and lee summit north and 
they're good teams and, and Rockhurst and, and Park Hills up with Liberty and Liberty North. So there's a lot of depth there so that when you come out, if you're not too beat up, um, you get to the semifinals, we could have two teams and very well could be Liberty North and Ray Peck. I, I want to see it in Missouri. We've been waiting for it to happen in Kansas too, but Derby doesn't cooperate over there on the West no. side of 6A because shoot, we've got what both Lawrence schools, Gardner's over there now yes. in, in the West. Is it late the West? I, I want to say there's maybe not yet. another, not yet. another, another next, one. I would next say the year. next cycle, you could see Olathe West, or if a Mill Valley were to move up, they could maybe start yeah. going West too. I mean, that's uh, kind of out there as well. So Olathe West is still West of Mill West Valley. West of Mill Valley, yes. <laughs> Mill Valley's on the east side of K7, Olathe West on the west side. It's, it's <laughs> close, but uh, that's the case. Um, all right, so Fort Osage and Lee Summit West, two 2-0 two teams. We mentioned the, uh, uh, the Titans a little bit here. Who's more for real in, in your mind to two, two and O teams that could win so far. I, I like Fort Osage. I like what they're doing. Um, I, I think that they're a little more put together. Um, they, they got one quarterback, at least on the West is still running to um, trying to feel their way through a little bit. Um, but I think that this Fort Osage team has been playing since they were sophomores. A lot of them who were seniors. Um, they've got a lot of experience. Not that I'm down on Lisa West. I just, uh, and I, I'd go so far as to say that at least on the West competition level has been higher uh but yeah, i think that, I, I i think that uh, fort osage is playing better um and they've got north kansas city this week it's one of our remax big three games and that's a fun game and I, I've, I've talked with coach douglas for my radio show and and he said this is a game that he goes it's it's a rivalry game for north kansas city he goes especially he goes now that we are starting to hold up our end of it the last few years he goes but he goes that's a that's a he goes that's something that we try to patter ourselves yeah. off of fort osage he goes and and, you know, the, the friendship between those coaching staffs and the head coaches, you know, first Leon Douglas and Ryan Sharps and now um, Brock Bolt, you know, back in 2012, Ryan Sharps was winning an all-star game. He's defensive coordinator was Leon Douglas. <laughs> and well, and, and Leon Douglas has been a defensive coordinator for a couple of winning all-star, all-star teams. And he was the head coach this last year. So um, th- there's a lot of respect between those two programs, which makes it fun. Um, they're both good, which makes it fun. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, I think it's a good test for both of them. I mean, North Kansas city got beat by Raytown in week one and didn't look really physical doing it on the offensive side. They got kind of out physical, um, and they beat a St. Joe central team. That's got good athletes, but they were able to kind of impose their will in that one. So this is a good stepping stone up. I mean, they were pushed into it the first week with Raytown, but now North Kansas city and same for, um, Fort beat a St. Joe central team beat yeah. Staley. And now it's a little bit, they're just stair stepping up a little bit. Yeah. How about this for Lee Summit West? After Lee Summit this week, they go Liberty at Ray Peck at Rockhurst, Blue Springs at Liberty North, Lee Summit North. That's uh, you, you'll find out it's, who you are. That's yeah, stretch there. it's gonna get it's gonna get tougher for them. There's no doubt. And um, but it's uh, you know, they've already got Blue Springs South off that list, and that's that's yeah. kind of the bottom of the league, unfortunately for Blue Springs South. But uh, no, it's a it's a tough run for Lee Summit West, and and a team like Lee Summit North. I mean, they've beaten um lee summit and 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 blue springs out so it's yeah. like they've got a, they've they're they're scheduled to get stuff for this week with liberty uh and they're going to start to find out exactly who they are all right over on the kansas side who had the better win last week in week one blue valley north over miege or blue valley northwest over blue valley original i i think i go with blue valley northwest i think miege is a little not not your father's six-time champion miege yeah. i and still they think are, they're i mean they're a 4A school, a lot of yeah. a lot of years in, in in name only, right? But Blue Valley was considered to be one of the you know better teams, and still could be one of the better teams in 6A. Yeah, and I think Blue Valley North is is a, is a dominant team. 
Um, I just feel like that the Blue Valley is in Blue Valley Northwest is a little closer. And I think that the, the performance of Blue Valley Northwest was interesting because Mikey Pauly threw two bad interceptions in that game, but then he led them run down. more for more than he passed. He did run more, yeah. for more than he passed this week. And, and uh, no, it was, it was definitely um, a fun game for them. And I think that Miege is still in the mix in, in class uh, 4A. I think, you know, them and St. James are probably still oh, yeah. the favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, I, mean, they both, I think they both lost. Well, I know they both lost this week, but the quality yeah. opponent, and they stayed 1-2 in the polls. Yes. Yeah. So I think they're still – I still I still think they're probably the best. I think the rest of the pack is starting to come up on them a little, a little bit. So it's going to be interesting this year. And I, I'm, I'm sure that if a Paola or a Lewisburg were to get yeah, – Who is the rest of the pack? Um, I'd say, you know, Pale is there, um, Baser Linwood, who last year was in all those shootouts, right? Remember that? They were, I mean, if you got a Baser Linwood game, it, you better get to 50 because they could score and they couldn't stop you. So I, I talked to Coach Stahlbomber and he's like, well, we're real happy with our defense. We returned nine starters for that defense and they held time and actually the six points. Yeah. So I think, I think that's a little, you know, they, 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 the new quarterbacks and new receivers, a little more run heavy team, but Baser Linwood could be there. Um, Piper is much improved. Eudora is much improved. Uh, so there's, you know, there's teams in there that can, can make some noise. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's good to see. I mean, look, th this time last year, St. James was part of the pack, right? And yeah. they broke through and were able to beat Miege and then go over to the West side and, uh, and beat the, uh, the best team over there and win, uh, win the 4A title. All right. Um, I want to talk one Simone guy here and my notes I wrote down here. Jace Reynolds, oh my God. That's what I wrote down a few hours ago. <laughs> but I think that sums up his first two weeks uh, very well, right? Yeah, no, he's uh, – and it's funny because his brother is their other running back, and somebody was joking today that uh, between the two of them, they've almost got 1,000 yards in two games, and it's pretty yeah. close to that. Uh, and, yeah, you know, I mean, there's that rare occasion where a 4A kid can can make a, a sniff at the Simone, and, you know, if he hangs three grand up there, which he's, he's somewhat on pace to do – he would definitely be a guy that would would be a part of that conversation. Be allowed to go for the Simone in class four? Yeah, you can. Um, yeah. It, it's a it's a rare occasion. Um, I think you remember. I remember Bishop uh, quarterback. Bishop Mage quarterback, I'm, I'm totally Ryan Wills. Ryan Wills, yes. Uh, he was up there, um, and he and he was a finalist for that. And so it's a it's a rare occasion, and I think sometimes it's left up to there. You are technically the rule is. You are el if you're eligible for the Fontana, you're eligible for the Simone. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's been situations where coaches have said, "Well, I think he could be a Simone semifinalist or maybe a Simone finalist. I think he's going to win the Fontana because you can't win the Fontana and the Simone." Oh, you can't. So if you're, yeah, you can't. You can't win both. Um, but you they, can win you know, other awards. You could win Buchanan. You can win the yeah. You can win the Buchanan and the and the Simone or the Bell or the Taylor and the Simone. So. Yeah, that's the that's the kind of uh, situation that is there. So we'll see. You know, I mean, Jace is and he's gonna, he's playing both ways for them. They're going to have to manage his minutes. Oh, is uh, he really? He's playing, he's playing some safety too. Thank yeah, you. and 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 so I think that that'll be interesting to see how they do there. And they're going to get in the meat of their. They've got two pretty good games to start with. I'm not downgrading the first two games. Maryville and that Wayne Hills New Jersey team is really good, but they've still got Odessa and Center and Oak Grove and Pleasant Hill and Warrensburg, who are all very good teams. Uh, to go through in that MRBC West and it's going to be a grind and how his health is able to go and if, and if they are able to find a quarterback they've got three right now that they're playing yeah, yeah. Um, and, and kind of settle down and maybe that'll open up some of their passing I don't think they intend to pass much at all but enough to enough to keep teams honest 
I want you to get over 500 yards rushing in two games. Yeah, no, and, and the and the average is huge. I mean, it's not it's like, like 10 and a half touches, yards per carry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, his touches aren't crazy, so uh, that's good. They've done a good job of that. So yeah, no, he's a guy who jumps off and um, you know, and and you know, Jaden Doss had five carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown last week. Doss is going to be up there. What Van Dyne with uh, uh, Liberty North. And and so Henry Martin had six touchdowns Henry last Martin, week. And Mikey Polly. Yeah. Mikey Polly, yeah. So there's a lot of, of good names. And um, Carroll, the uh, running back, Sean Carroll, running back from Aquinas, yeah, I think is going to – Aquinas had a good first, yeah, to over 200 Good first, years. and so he's he's going to be a guy to keep an eye on as well. So it, it's a pretty wide open this year. Uh, I, I think it's as wide open as it's been for a long time. All right, let's talk about these uh, REMAX Big 3 games of the week, games you can find at prepskc.com. Check them out. Um, all right, you have Blue Valley North and Blue Valley West on the Kansas side, Dion. We've kind of thought of the Blue Valley schools as maybe a three-pack of quality schools, Northwest, North, and Original. Could West join that pack? Could it be a four-pack? I think West is pretty good. Um, and I think that the, they were, you know, they had a new quarterback last year who really didn't get a full season of, of getting in there and getting a chance to start. And he's really taken a huge step forward this year, Gage Roach. And um, they were impressive against Blue Valley Southwest. Uh, I think that I think that they are a team that is better than people give them credit for. A couple of years ago, they had Olathe North who went to the state championship game yeah. on the ropes. I thought they had a beat. Uh, and that was a Blue Valley West team was probably good enough to go play in a state championship game. Um, and so, you know, they've got some good talent. And, and I think it's going to be a good test. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be crazy with this, both, both these teams because they both can score. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, from the uh, Frontier League, Eudora and Piper. Yes. Eudora's got, what, a couple D1 kids, right? Yeah, yeah, they've got some some good kids there, um, and their tailback is really good. They, you know, looking back last year, they won three games, and Coach Walmsgons and I were like, why are we talking about Eudora so much for a team that won three games? If you look at their last five games, they went one and four, and the, and the biggest deficit they lost by was four points. Wow. They were in every game and every game. And they beat Piper in the first round of the postseason, went for two. They were down 15 nothing in the fourth quarter, scored two touchdowns and two two-point conversions, the last one with no time left on the clock uh, to win that game. So, yeah, they, they are, they're kind of private. They got Piper this week, and, and that's a good game in the Frontier League. And Piper's an athletic team, but they're also – they've got some size this year, and they're trying to be more physical and, and be that way. And, and it's funny because – we talked with coach Pollard and he said, you know, this is, this is a fun game for him. And because he and Sean Hayden, the coach at Eudora have become really good friends. He said, you know, we came in the league the same year that he was hired at Eudora. He goes, I talked to Sean three times a week. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, I, I root for him every week, except this week. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, I, you know, he goes more, and he goes, it makes it even more fun, you know, cause we're going to go compete hard against each other. And we know how much the other guy, the other guys and staffs put the work in, the kids work hard. So it's a fun game in week two. I think it's a fantastic conference. Yeah, both those teams coming off blowout wins in week oh, yeah. one, um, uh, button heads this week in week two on the Kansas side. All right, Baser and Leavenworth. Yeah. Uh, Baser, their outstanding wide receiver, outstanding basketball player, uh, Jordan Brown transferred over to Lawrence Free State, had a touchdown in, in week one. Taking on a Leavenworth team that I don't know much about. Tell me about uh, tell me about the Pioneers this year. Well, you know, I think they won four games last year, which is a lot of games for Leavenworth to win. Um, and it's I in a short like, year, too. In a short year, like four and four. Um, and so they're coming out. Sean, Sean Sation. It's hard to say his name. Sean Sation. Okay. The coach there has been their head coach now for about three years. He took over. Um, and 
really just, I mean, he was at uh, Immaculata before that, the, the the private school that was in Leavenworth. In Leavenworth, and yep. they, And they were pretty good. There were some stretches where they were pretty good. And so he's he's done a really good job. And they had a group that was really young the last two years. And now they're seniors and they're really growing up. And um, I think they're a pretty solid team. I think defensively, they're really good. They've got some good athletes. And but we talked about Baser earlier. You know, they're running the ball. They, you know, they do as good a job as anybody is fitting their offensive scheme to the talent that they have. And it's it's a situation where this is a good game for both these teams early in the season. Class 5A five, five and 4A team, go out there, find out what you're about. The Leavenworth's already got a road win at, at uh, Shawnee Heights. And so, you know, for Baser, Baser went to Tongi last week and got a win there. So, but they both have good wins. And I think if you come out of this healthy and not make a ton of mistakes and get blown out for either team, I think you come out of it pretty good. Yeah, I forgot. They ended up losing to DeSoto in the playoffs, but they should have beat DeSoto a few weeks earlier in the regular season, had him down, ended up losing that game by, by seven. If you're talking about DeSoto, you're talking about one of the better teams in, uh, oh. in 5A, so Leavenworth was right there. Yeah, they, they had a great season last year, and you could tell that, you know, it's tough there. I mean, they get move-ins and moves out with the military base. Oh, yeah. So they're, you know, it's tough to be consistent, but um, if you can get it going and get the, the, the numbers of which they have done, there is a huge investment in sports in Leavenworth. Um, they just got brand new baseball and football fields. Uh, they invested a ton a few years ago in their football setup and their locker rooms and things like that. So they are serious about their sports and they're trying to get better and everything. And you can see it takes some time sometimes to really see how it was going. Cause I, you know, Leavenworth used to play in the field down by the river. And some people told me that the mosquitoes there were the size of small planes. They said it was ridiculous. And, you know, it was like, and, and it says you wanted to play them late in the year, not early in the year, because you, you get eaten alive. And so they have an on-campus stadium they've had now for quite a, quite a while. I mean, it's been, it's been six, seven years that they've had that stadium, but no, it's uh it's good to see that program and they're in with teams that they can compete with now. Um, yeah. And, and well, they used to be six A. Used to be, you know, yeah, they used to be six A, and they're in, and they're with the Sunflower guys, and now they're over with the UKC, and it's a great league for them. Yep. Um, all right, Missouri side. Let's not beat around the bush here. Let's get to it. Liberty North goes to Raypeck, <laughs> I believe. Yep, right. Yep. Um, Liberty North one and one. We talked about the, their opponents so far: Bentonville and Liberty. Raypeck has played good teams uh, both times. They'll win it by 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 a touchdown. We'll really find out if this is, you know, a championship team yet again, I think, this week uh, with Ray Peck. Yeah, and it's funny because they've played now. This is the fifth time in, in a little over two calendar years they've played because oh, they've wow. played twice the last two years. And it's the first time they've played – it's a fifth, fourth time maybe. Um, it's the first time they've played at Ray Peck because they played the regular season game. Oh, really? And the, playoff, the playoff game two years ago at Liberty North, the regular season game at Liberty North last year, and the playoff game again – at Liberty North because that's the way the brackets uh, fell out uh, last year. So uh, Ray Peck is probably happy to have this game at home. Uh, it's a great atmosphere at Ray Peck. I, you know, I hadn't been to a game at Ray Peck in a long, long time when a couple of years ago for the DeSmet uh, semifinal game that they lost. And it's really, you know, when, when Ray Peck's going, that's a good place to play. And, and you know, Greg Jones is, I, I didn't know, like, you know, Greg Jones and Tom Cruise go back to, to Northwest and then Sean Martin was a, they teammates. They, they were teammates for a short amount of time and then they were GAs together, but Sean Martin was a GA Greg Jones's senior year. And mm-hmm. then they were GAs together for a while. So I mean, it's like the, Jones. And he said, I know so many of those guys. He goes, I've known so many of those guys for so long. And um, he's real excited about the game. I, they really like playing each other. This is, this has become a pretty good uh, when Greg Jones came to Liberty North has become a pretty good little rivalry um, between them and now they're in the same conference they're gonna play every year and um it's it's really fun to see and it, you know th- as much as it 
it, it was enjoyable from a knowing that your Blue Springs and your Rockhurst and your Blue Springs South had a 15 year run that you're pretty much guaranteed one of them being in there yeah. and, or one of them winning it. And they were probably the favorites almost every year between the three of them. Having Liberty North, Ray Peck, you've got at least some North who's, who's moving up the ladder um, and, and Liberty who played really well last year and has been pretty good. It's really, it's really fun. And I'll tell you, Ray Peck is on a run right now. I mean, they were really good, lost in the semifinals, won a state championship, looked like they could be a favorite Again, this year, yeah. Liberty North is at the beginning of what could be a run, too. A lot of these guys are still juniors on this team. And 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 Greg Jones, for early in the season, preseason, I said a lot of people were talking about you. He's like, I don't know. We only got like four starters back on both sides. And I said, your freshman team have lost one game in five years. <laughs> so, I mean, they've been dominating everywhere. And it, and it wasn't just like, oh, hey, look, the freshman won by a touchdown. No, it was like, oh, hey, look, the freshman won by 50. Yeah. Again. So they are loaded. They've, they're five years into him running that weight program, and we've seen what he can do in the weight room with teams. Uh, so these, this is this Ray Peck Liberty North run could could be the two of them and a few others for the next few years. I like it. Fort Osage and North Kids City, we've touched on both of them a little bit so far. They're playing each other this week, another uh, pair of 2-0 teams. Yeah, and uh, it's really, a, a like we said earlier, it's a fun one for them to play. I like the way Fort Osage is playing. Greg Beanie, their quarterback, and Lorenzo Fenner, their outstanding uh, receiver. And uh, they're, they're running him. They're doing a little Jaden Dawson to him. He's starting to run the ball a little bit. They've got a good running back, too. Um, and Fenner is a dangerous guy in the return. I think he may have had touchdowns called back in each game this year. He's had Sorry, two. North I think he's one and one. I missed one and one. one yeah. Lost to Ray, Raytown. Yeah. But no, I think Fenner has had a, a touchdown call back on a return like in both games. Oh, wow. So he can, you don't want to kick it to him. And, and you'd think that it would be that easy, but it's not that easy sometimes in, in high school. But no, I, I like Florida State. And North Kansas City, they're, they're still finding their offense, I think, um, kind of getting their line together. They want to throw the ball a little bit more this year, be a little bit more dynamic in that area. They, they ran the bell a lot better last week. So their offense is still a work in progress, but their defense is really good. And finally, one of the finalists for our game of the week on uh, KSHB 41 here got second place, got like 42% of the vote, but couldn't catch up to Gardner and Olathe North. Uh, so that'll be our game of the week on KSHB 41. But this will be a good one as well. Center, is that hosting Oak Grove? I think Oak Grove yes. goes to center, is that yeah. right? Yeah, Oak Grove goes to center. This is the, the rematch of an overtime game last year. Both of these teams are loaded with players who played last year. Center has two, two seniors on that yes. team and he, and and coach DeLong was like hey I love them they're great but there's only two of them so all these guys played as sophomores last year they're juniors and they've got some sophomores playing this year so centers you know what they what they probably lack the most is just some some size and some toughness up front um, they're a little more finesse because they're just young they're still growing in their bodies oh Grove is going to pound it um, they're going to want to play but they they're coming off a tough loss they got rolled by Richmond last week and Richmond's a good team so it, it it's definitely going to be an interesting contest to say the least. Like I said, last year was an overtime game and it could be that close again. If, if center doesn't break off some big long runs and, and, and their athletic ability just overwhelms. Uh Oh, growth. Yeah. Uh, lastly here, before we get out, I know your, your dog Dion is ready for you to end the show. Um, <laughs> poor guy's been up all day. We were doing a lot of, a lot of recording today. The poor guy's been up all day. He's been a really good dog. We, we want to know here in the 41 office, who's going to win the 41 bowl this week. It's Haley Lewis's dad, Craig Lewis, taking on my son, um, Aiden, 
Mill Valley taking on uh, late, late the South. I, I like uh, I like your chances in this. Uh, I think Mill Valley is probably a little further along uh, this year than late the South is. And I, I apologize to Coach Craig Lewis, one of the best guys in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's overcome his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's, uh, he's here right now. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, just as, as good a guy um, that you can think of. So, no, he's uh, he's a good one, and, and I, I think they're going to get better. They've got some good size at Olathe South, and, and you know, if they're not playing Mill Valley or Olathe North, they've got a really good chance to win a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. All right, uh, they'll do it for Snap Tackle Pod. Uh, Dion, do you want to let us know some of the other games we'll be covering on Friday night, both on PrepsKC.com and on uh, KSHB 41? Well, as we've recorded this, there's been some changes, so I'm going to have to go back and look at my schedule and make sure we're all in a good place. And um, no, we're going to have uh, um, Ruskin at Wyandotte. That's the deepest Wally Moore uh, Metro matchup game. Uh, nice. We'll have coverage of that, and that's going to be a good one. I, I think it's a good one. Kansas v. Missouri. Uh, we got uh, one of the, another one. Is it Lee Summit Blue Valley this week? Is that another one? Or is that uh, two weeks that's now? two weeks? I think it's, okay. it's the, there's some Blue Valley get matchups there with some Lee Summit teams as well. So I like that Wyandotte Ruskin game. I think it's a good good game for both teams, both in similar positions, good numbers up, and things like that. So. Bishop That's a good one. Age, Richmond, I think, right? Or Bishop Ward, Richmond. Bishop Ward, Richmond. Hats off to Bishop Ward. They had a good one over Sumner last week. Richmond is really good. Yeah. School, school size wide, they're about the same size. So Bishop Ward tried to improve that program. They stepped up and they picked up a good game with Richmond. Well, last so they week can compete saw, there. What we saw, um, what was it? Odessa going to Lansing, right? And getting a, a big win there. Yeah, that's you got to do that sometimes, and and uh, no, it's uh, definitely yeah. good to see some cross state stuff. All right, we'll end it. Dion, thanks so much for the time. <laughs> thanks to you as well for watching or listening to Snap Tackle Pod. We'll see you next time.